no, they did another YKS. Look out, here comes another YKS. Time to find out why YKS. Sit down and listen to Mike and JF. Oh no, they did another YKS. Now you gotta hear another YKS. Time to find out why YKS. Put your headphones on, it's YKS. Hey Mike, hey JF. Just, uh, just out front here doing some barbecuing. Just wanted to share with you guys. Um, whenever I hear the outro to the podcast, it has that little, that little, uh, bass line that starts out. I always like to imagine like JF playing bass and he's got like sunglasses on and he's holding it down real cool. And then when the lead guitar comes in, that mic and he's just making that thing sing, you know? Anyways, thanks for the show. Bye. Hey everybody, welcome to YKS. Uh, Mike, do you want to clear your throat a few more times before we get going? I didn't going? know you were fucking recording yet. I thought we were still good. I thought we were good to well to to clear our throats and get ready. Do you want to tell everybody what it is, the type of shit that we do before we actually get something on tape here? All the type of nasty, the nasty crap that goes on because there's a lot, you know. Yeah, we turn up. Basically, and then we turn down a little bit, yeah, to bring it because we don't want to overpower people and make people freak out and lose their shit. I say probably I say ten of the funniest things you've ever heard in your life, ever recorded, ever ever in put on wax, yeah, and then they don't they don't make it in. So that so by default, the eleventh funniest thing you've ever heard is going to be the funniest thing I say on the show. Mm-hmm. And if you and want it's anything, it's probably already happened. It's probably already, know. yeah, we've done it on this app. Already knocked that out. <laughs> so it's downhill from here. Uh, Mike, it's it's football kickoff Sunday. Uh, you're you're a helmet head, so I know you were uh, laid up in the man cave today. You had all of the sports on TV, and you were watching them, and you had them multiplexed, right? Yeah, there were <clears throat> there were a lot of uh, TVs and stuff going on, and uh, I was watching all the games and stuff. And, interesting, yeah. interesting news item, JF. Okay, about one of the football players who was playing for the. Uh, wow, my notes aren't loading oh, for some okay. reason. I wrote it all down, and it's okay. not loading. Hey, this tech stuff, it's supposed to make it easy, but sometimes it makes Antonio it Antonio Brown just loaded. Yeah. He's left, he left one of the teams that he was with because he was like, I don't want to be on this team anymore. Get, get me the heck out of here. You know, I'm like, a, I'm, like I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here. But he's not a celebrity. He kind of is a celebrity, though. Deep cut on that show, yeah. <laughs> Most people not going to remember that one. So... Now he's gone. He's at another place, and he's playing football now, and he's like, I love it so much. I don't even know what I was thinking before. Right. So. Yeah, it tells you all you need to know, really, about the way this day went. Yeah. Oh, it was today. (laughs) Okay. Yes. So... That's what's been going on over here, Mike. You were talking about eating Chipotle. You said you're off the stuff for good. You've given it up. Is that right? First off, don't tell people stuff that I say to you in private on the show. Correct. Some of the stuff doesn't have to be said. Right. But, yeah, I did have Chipotle today. and It was fine, I guess. I don't know what you want from me. 
I haven't eaten anything today. Um, actually, the only thing I've had today is I walk by, my kids are eating, I walk by their plate, and I just grab whatever's on their plate and put it in my mouth and say, that's the cost of doing business around here, you know? That's classic, yeah. Uh, I kind of do the thing. Do you remember the Phil Hartman gag uh, where he was Bill Clinton on a jog and he went into the McDonald's <laughs> and he was grabbing the chicken nuggets and the the double quarter uh, pounder, you know, warlords, you know? Yeah. Uh, and then he exited out of the back of the fast food restaurant and got straight on a plane and went to uh, Little St. James Island. I, yeah, I don't think Phil Hartman did, but I, think I don't think he did. I think within the, the continuity of the sketch, it would have been Bill Clinton doing the pedophile yeah. stuff. Yeah. And Phil Hartman would, I guess, just become sadly murdered later on, which is unfortunate. So, hey, if I could trade, if I could trade Bill Clinton for Phil Hartman, you think I wouldn't? I definitely would. I would too. I want Phil Hartman to be married to Hillary Clinton. That's what well, I. I wouldn't. Yeah. That's what. Or, I fucking. Well, you wouldn't I'm be married to his fucking wife. That's for sure. Maybe they can work it out. You never know. She, know. She's not coming back. What happened to that lady? Did she die? Did she pass on? His wife. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think she died right after she killed him. Oh. Yeah. Probably. Uh, Time to go at that point, huh? <laughs> Probably got a clock out fairly soon after something like that happens. Yeah. Oh, shit. I really uh, fucked up here. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't there, but yeah. So that was that. Uh, football starting. Yeah, Daily Fantasy is starting. So anyone's, anyone's playing this Daily Fantasy stuff? You heard about this? Have you seen this? Daily Fantasy? Daily Fantasy, I think, I, what it is, did MTV go back to playing the Mariah Carey video and getting me horny for it, Fantasy? Oh, yeah. Of, uh, remember that? Oh, mama. Yeah. Daily Fantasy. Yeah, my Daily Fantasy is that I'll just not wake up. How about some friggin' peace and quiet, huh? Yeah. Daily Fantasy. Daily Fantasy. Yeah. Uh, Daily Fantasy, maybe when my my boss doesn't ring the phone off the hook at me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I just go into my work, and the boss is ringing phone, and I'm going, hello, hello, who is it? And he won't answer, and he won't he tell me what... He will not fucking answer. He won't tell me what is. he needs. I want to help boss so bad, and he won't help me help him. So, that's yeah. my Daily Fantasy. My Daily Fantasy would be me... The fellas from Limp Biscuit, Christina Aguilera, oh, and the main man Carson Daly himself, all on an all-expense-paid trip to Cancun, and we're rocking all, all the whole time we're down there. I would love to go to Cancun and say stuff like "coming at you" when there's something like "coming at you," <laughs> and it could be anything. It doesn't have to be. Hey, Carson, catch. Tossing him the old pigskin on yeah. the beach. And know? I guess it couldn't be beer because that would be like advertising and they wouldn't let you do that. But you could. it could be Nerf. Hey, it's Nerf or nothing. Carson, heads up. Yeah. And M.E.M. is there. <laughs> oh, boy, to go back to those days, you know. Phil Hartman was alive. <laughs> so that was the Daily Fantasy rift. Uh, DraftKings. There's another one. The eleventh funniest thing you ever heard in your entire life was probably the the fucking thing that we just said. Whatever it was. DraftKings is another. Um, that's a daily fantasy website. You go on DraftKings. Um, mm-hmm. I would hate to see their electric bill. 
And that was number yeah. 12. <laughs> so, I don't know. You know, all this stuff. All this stuff that's been going on. <laughs> all, all this, this stuff. <laughs> everything that's been happening of late and so forth. I think we better just... Um, we probably just ought to get into it right now, Mike. Um, why don't, why don't we go ahead and just do the six pack, eh? Fine. See if I care. Welcome, everybody, to the six-pack, the six Kickstarters that are going to get you through your miserable day. These are the ones that are going to brighten up that commute. Hey, are you sitting in traffic right now? Look to your left. Look to your right. If you see cars (laughs) on either side of you, you're in traffic. Hello. Yeah, or maybe you're in a parking lot or something. Oh, well, you know, uh, parking lot, traffic of the mind, sort of. So uh, enjoy that. And look forward to this coming at hey coming at you. It's the Love six it. pack. Um, hey, you, doesn't it feel like you're on the um, you're sitting around the pool right now at sort of like the Marriott in Cancun? It's probably a Marriott. You got to have the infrastructure to support that many party goers <laughs> and and revelers. Obviously, you've got Nerf and, football. Marriott takes care of you like nobody does. That's why when JF and I are traveling for work, yes. We only stay at Marriott's. What would you... I would honestly give so much of my life to become a Marriott, like, platinum diamond. <laughs> like, whatever their loyalty. <laughs> Isn't that a weird... That's such a weird flex for business people. And we've probably got a lot of them listening. That they decide, I guess, because of their work or because they like the treatment or whatever. Instead of doing the thing that I do, which is, oh, shit, I'm going to a new city. I need to panic over an entire weekend trying to figure out which hotel I'm going to stay in for one day and spend too much money and not use any of the amenities and mm-hmm. complain because someone next to me is listening to rap music too loud and I end up at the fucking the one that's for club like party people like freaking mm-hmm. TRL basically that's basically where I went when I went to California I was basically in the TRL hotel pretty much um yeah but I guess those people who are doing business travel, they just say, you know what? I'm locked in as a Hilton guy, and I'm just going to go to – I'm going to see every Hilton on the fucking planet. And that's just like they're – and they get like a cookie when they show up or something. Isn't that weird? That's strange. Isn't that a weird fucking thing to do where you've got – oh, don't forget, did you put my number in? And they put in the number, and they say, oh, I see you've stayed 80 nights with us this year so far. Great job. And the guy's like beaming or whatever. What is that? <laughs> A little pep in his step. Who's that for? What are you doing? I just got I just got so many points right now. The yeah. points thing in yeah, any capacity points. just doesn't make sense to me. I just <laughs> well, I you know credit card points are different. Here he you, goes because you can Here he goes. you can see how those turn into money very easily. <laughs> but what I don't the ones that I don't get is the grocery store points. I don't want grocery store points. You know, I use the grocery store card, and that means that the s- strawberries is less money. That's I can understand that. Yeah, the discount card, I get that. But then they hand you the receipt, and they circle the bottom of it, and they're like, "Damn, son, you have fifty eight thousand fuel points this month. Are you fucking? What's going on with you? Are you okay? You know?" And I'm like, "I don't know. I'll just get ga- I'll get gas when I leave. I don't. What do you want? Yeah, when I see a gas station somewhere, I'll stop at one. What the hell are you doing? I don't know. Why are you shaking me down? You know." 
Leave my. I don't think they should get to see my fuel point total. That's yeah. they should send that to me in a in a confidential statement at the end of every month. I don't need every Tom, Dick, and Harry seeing how many fuel points I got to my name. That makes me a fucking target. Paint a big fucking target on my back when I leave yeah. the store. Why don't you just kill him, huh? Why don't you just shoot him with a fucking gun right in his back? I'd like to see you fucking try. You better have probably a, would. You you better have a big fucking gun. You want to take me out and my fuel points. So, anyways, I don't, whatever that was. Um, (laughs) The first six-pack item we've got, Mike, is called the Magic Cup. Magic Cup! Now, if you've got any Pokemon fans in the listening audience, they're probably thinking, wow, I can't wait to evolve that to a um, a, uh, a Gyarados. Mm -hmm. I think is what it is. Is that what it is? Is that what it is? Gyarados. Yeah. Uh, But I didn't say Magic Carp, so that's actually where the confusion is coming in. I didn't say Magic Carp. I said Magic Cup. Yeah. Pokemon guys turned it off now. But there might be one later, so... There might be another Pokemon reference later. (laughs) Um, There's a a little hint. You know, hint, we'll be talking... I think we'll be talking about Pokemon later. Hello. Uh, yeah, you think? Yeah, it's a day that ends in Y. Yeah, I think we'll be talking about Pokemon later. Um, magic Cup. What you know? What do you think of when you think of Magic Cup? Do you think of maybe something where you can put a small ball in it and then you can retrieve the ball later in sort of a hidden way? <laughs> That's what I think of when I hear the Magic Cup. <laughs> Is the hidden ball trick. The hidden ball trick. You put the ball in, uh, and you expect to look in, and you see one ball, you see two balls. The balls have multiplied, seemingly, mm-hmm. inside of the magic cup. Incredible. Some, kind of, some type of ma- magic device that duplicates small foam balls. I don't understand it. But I thought there was only going to be one. Aha, that's where the magic cup. <laughs> a scientist is in the crowd, and he is looking at it, and he's just astonished at what is going on. His glasses are falling off. I hope they fall into the cup, because who he's knows somehow what... he's, he's somehow replicated matter <laughs> on a small scale, mind you, but... The implications for the magic cup. <laughs> if we could somehow harness this technology, you know, they just can't. They can't wrap their feeble minds around it. That's the magic of the cup, really. If this gets into the wrong hands. Oh, God. I will be blunt with you. We are fucked. Alert the authorities. Yeah, it's like the uh, the gym from the office thing. If Venezuela gets a nuke, we're all fucked. Have you seen yeah, that? Have you seen that. the trailer I for that? that? It's good, yeah. Similar can't thing. Can't wait to see... Can't wait to see uh, the guys uh, over there beating up on you know people and shooting them and like explosions and then betrayal and all that stuff. Intrigue, really, is what it is more than anything else. Intrigue, political hoping intrigue. That, hoping there's a fuck scene in it too, mm-hmm. <laughs> or at least a little, you know, a softcore fuck scene. I guess now that Jim from the Office has transitioned to doing like military propaganda films full time. You don't really get the surprise anymore of seeing Jim from the office rip his shirt off and he's got like massive pecs. Like, I guess now it's like, well, I already, I expect him to be shredded now. The army guys stepped in and were like, hey, yeah, we need you to become a little bit more shredded. You need to bulk up a little bit more for us and our friends at whatever it is, Amazon, I guess. Is it on Amazon? I'll I'll never sell out. What? Yeah. I'll give you, we'll give you $4 million to kind of go to the gym and stuff all right i'll do it oh we do kind of need that setup over here though i would do it for less <laughs> um 
Three million, yeah. Three million. So the Magic Cup, we've talked about its brain-bending capabilities already, but what you may not know about <laughs> it is that it actually also stirs things. It stirs things. You know how... I hesitate to get into the coffee thing again because coffee for us is a fucking... It's just, we get tripped up a lot when we start talking about coffee. We show our little asses because we don't know anything and we're stupid. We don't know shit about dick, dude. Yeah. That's the fucking thing. But it's so cool because we don't have to. Because who the fuck cares? We're just on here, you know, hanging out. Yeah, what are you going to do about it, basically, is what I say. Yeah, what are you going to do? Are you going to shoot me when I'm walking out of Kroger with my fuel points in a fucking briefcase uh, Good luck. You better handcuffed have a big to my wrist? fucking gun. <laughs> The red dot appearing on my forehead as I find out how many fuel points I have for the month. Do these ever expire? <laughs> no, sir. They don't expire. But you do. <laughs> and it's fucking Jim from the office. And you're it's like, Jim from Whoa. the office taking me out. And it's like, damn, did he get really big? And then my brain just explodes all over the fucking Fred Meyer. Yeah. So that's whatever that was. And the Magic <laughs> Cup... This is so cool. Um, in different countries, I think instant coffee is still popular. And I wonder why that is, because to me, instant coffee is like a very I Love Lucy technology item. I don't, it's like, oh, look at this. We have the crystals and you can just pour them right into your cup. And it's the same as normal, a good, it's the same as a good way to drink, except for it's in this little crystal. That's weird. And the, the big cultural moment that instant coffee I had, I felt was like that, um, was that series of ads where they tricked people into drinking the instant coffee? Wasn't that the big thing? Because Folgers Crystals, isn't that what it was called? Folgers Crystals, yeah. Wait a minute, this tastes this tastes almost good. There's no way it's fucking <laughs> Folgers. There's no way it's the uh, dog shit Folgers that's around. You see all around every all the time. And I guess that mentality leaked into car commercials, right? Because that's what car commercials are and have been for several years. They get. They get ladies, mostly ladies, but there are some guys, too. I guess the guys are for the trucks, mainly, I've seen. But they get the lady to hop in an SUV, and she's, like, rubbing the seat and going, like, this this is incredible. This has to be a Mercedes, an Audi, a BMW. And the guy's like, well, actually, <laughs> it's a GM. And she's like, what? I thought they were dog shit. <laughs> That's the commercial they put on television, you know? It's just tricking everyone. It's all a big trick. Yeah, it's Joker's trick. It's actually, it's actually a Hyundai. Are you fucking joking? Some guy just fucking loses his mind. Throwing open the door. Shut the fuck up. Did you just film me in the Hyundai? Because I am not. You cannot put that on TV. <laughs> I will, will not be seen. Is this one of those fucking things they do on commercials now? <laughs> I don't want to be on that fucking. Oh, is that what all the cameras are? A big trick on me, huh? Well, I hope you like the taste of lead. Blowing him away. Anyways. That's what instant coffee is to me. But I think in the rest of the world, it's just how they drink coffee. They put the little crystal thing in there and they stir it up. Because there's a lot of stirring, I guess, in other parts of the world. We don't. We yeah. are big fat Americans. We just, whatever goes in the cup, that's how it fucking stays. Like the parfait, <laughs> the parfait is the national dessert of the U.S. Because it's just like, that's just where it is, man. I don't know what to tell you. You yeah. know? The, the trifle, you ever have a, you ever have a trifle? What's that? Trifle is sort of like dessert lasagna. You know, you got the whipped cream, you got the berries, you got the whipped cream, you got the berries, you got the lady fingers, whatever. Oh, People know what that. I'm talking. You know what a lady finger is, right? 
Oh, uh, believe me, I'm very familiar. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Impl- that would be implying <laughs> that you... That would... There's <laughs> something going on. I don't even know what it is. I have no fucking idea. Yeah. Oh, I think I know. I know my way around a woman's finger, okay? Yeah. <laughs> okay, All pal? Right. Okay, I guess. I don't Stuffing know. Stuffing a woman's hand <laughs> in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> so, for uh, for people who stir their drinks, it must be... There must be a problem there where they're like, oh, I need to stir my drink, but it's too, I don't like, I guess I don't like doing it maybe is part of it. I don't want to do it. Um, so then they. I don't have a clean spoon. Or something. I guess. You know, right. Maybe it's that. There is no spoon. Matrix. And. Yeah. You don't have the soundboard thing. I don't. Can... I got nothing in front of me. It's just, yeah, bare right. bones. Uh, so but this one says a cup of hot water, 300 milliliters from 100 degrees Celsius to 50 degrees Celsius, 63,000 joules are wasted. And that's a unit measurement of energy. And I don't know yeah. why that's important because it's... Don't, don't think that that's a, uh, you know, uh, some, you know, uh, Prince Ali, Aladdin, you know, I got a, I'm diving in the, it's not that, okay. It's something else. Where'd all my joules go? Yeah. They just evaporated. Uh, I don't think so. Not unless there's some kind of yeah. magic cup sitting around, you know, aha. <laughs> um, and, uh, if for some reason it's important to them to note that you waste energy when you let something cool down, I don't know what that is. It says, we do the magic. The heat of the water does the work. No battery, no electricity required in FDA green, it says. Um, and so it's like this little, it's this little pill shaped magnet that you can stick in the bottom of the cup and the cup has a recessed area where it can sit. And because of the thermomagnetic effect when you pour hot water into the cup, it causes the magnet to spin at a high rate of speed. And that Gosh. stirs the powder that you have in your uh, solution here into so coffee, milk powder, cup soup, or protein powder. So if you're drinking protein powder out of a coffee mug, which of course is the normal way to do that, you just put your protein powder in the mug and then you drink it, I guess. Um you can do that with this little thing. And it, it looks like a little Dr. Mario pill. And it only costs $30 for the small mug of this that does it, that essentially make it essentially renders spoons completely moot. <laughs> Throw out your spoons, you know. <laughs> so, so what would be the, I guess, the use case for this? Like the, to, to want to stir something without stirring without a spoon. I just, I mean, to, to involve. If you're in the friggin' Matrix, no, no friggin', no, no you don't have a spoon, spoon yeah. friggin' Matrix. I, I don't understand. To me, I would just stir the drink. You know, is what I yeah. would do. Call me old fashioned. I'll stir my own, my own thing, rather than having to drink a proprietary cup method. But, um, I don't know. I'm not drinking a lot of stuff like this that needs stirred. So I don't know. I'm just an idiot. It's uh two thousand one hundred and forty one dollars pledged so far of thirteen sixty nine. Forty seven backers, twenty seven days to go. So I I actually I will admit to not knowing how this works. Do you understand the magnetic property that that makes something spin when it gets very hot? Does that sound like something that's real to you? Uh yeah, I, I could explain it, but I don't want to right well we're running out of time so i guess it's we should just move on but we have it in our back pocket if we ever need to waste a little time later yeah you'll be able to explain the the science behind this yeah okay 
Like if we run out of stuff to talk about at the end of the episode or something, you'll we'll just come back to pick this. up. Yeah. Okay. Or no. if we come to like a lull in the conversation, we can yeah, not, think back. Not on, likely, but yeah. And on this one and say, hey, remember, <clears throat> the, you know, what we were talking about before. Yes. And then we'll just like do all the stuff. We'll just do the stuff. Yeah. Okay. Mike, what do you got? This is, uh, <clears throat> this is something I got for you. JF, it's a card game. I know. Hey, come on. Don't shoot the messenger, huh? Yeah. Come on. Okay. Oh, sorry. Yes. Yeah, you don't have to shoot the messenger. Yeah, absolutely. This game's called Uncensored Humors. Now, Uncensored Humors. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I get <laughs> Seems it. Seems like, <clears throat> yeah. I mean, it tells you everything you need to know right off uncensored the bat, humor, just from the yeah. title. It's the party game for politically incorrect people. You already know what it is. Don't even need to explain it. Okay. Don't Very even cool. need to go over it or include it in the six pack. Oh, really. okay. Wow. These are really offensive. These are really low. Okay. Yeah. So, <clears throat> but okay. I, I uh, Zeke sent this one in. Thank you, Zeke. These Zeke are searching. These are rough, man, because normally these games are uh, like the party style of games where it's like, uh, what if your mom texted you that she had to poop? What would you say? And you have to come up with your best <laughs> what thing. What would you say to that? What would you say if what your mom texted you she had to poop? I'd be like, uh, TMI. And that is worth five points. I'd be like, TRL, by the way, that's where the fuck I am. By the Eat way, your yeah. heart out. Right. Yeah. And she's on the can, so she's... Yeah. You see the dance. bubbles I'm dancing up. with Nelly, you know? <laughs> if you want to take a ride with me, just take a ride with me. Let's go. <laughs> so, <laughs> writing the Nelly song. If you want to go, take a ride with me. Let's go, take a ride. Come on. <laughs> Uncensored Humors is a card game for politically incorrect people and people who are sick of this new wave of, of politically correctness. Jokes are meat to make people laugh. Oh. <clears throat> I think meant uh, and enjoy a good time. Uncensored humor is aims to encourage people to utilize their First Amendment rights. So. First Amendment. Yes. Very good. Very good. Um, no, but I want to point this one out because all the comments on this one. Did you read these comments at all? I'm looking at the comments now. This is uh, this is interesting. Yeah. So these are super good. They're they're pretty. <laughs> Barry Cake is on here. Barry Cake. This guy says, "Hey guys, I just came across your campaign and I thought I'd offer my observations about it and why I think you will struggle to fund. Your big problem." is that this is just a Cards Against Humanity with a slight political slant. There are so many expansions out there for Cards Against Humanity. I don't think people are going to be interested in this. Yeah, and that's true. And that's a good that's a good note from Barry Cake. They said, the other problem is that I don't think Kickstarter is where you'll find the market for your game. Um, Cards Against Humanity only made uh, $8,000 or whatever. That's true, and I think people don't know that. People associate uh, Cards Against Humanity with massive Kickstarter success, and the truth is the success came later, you know? It came after the fact. They became multi, multi-millionaires or whatever they, they made off of Cards Against Humanity after the fact. It didn't make that much money. The, the games that made the, the ton of money are the, like the Oatmeal Guy game. That one made a bunch of money on here, but Cards Against Humanity really didn't, so it's so strange that all of the clones are on here doing the same shit. Yeah. And it's like, well, the upside here is pretty low for you, you know. Some other guy says, in addition to all those valid points, I just came here as a vet to ask you not to use us <laughs> and our service to help sell your awful game. 
Um, okay. And then Barry came back and he said there's a lot of spelling and grammar mistakes. Ooh, Barry went um, in on him. Damn. Okay. The, the, <laughs> the cards you've chosen to show off are weak. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and then he said the cards don't match. So usually in these things you want the cards to make sense, you know, when they're matched up to the other thing. Right. Okay. But just none of them, like, make sense. So I just wanted to... Because it was check. a way... So, so an example of that. Yeah. An example of that would be, um, let's see, I guess, well, I don't know. These all seem to match. The ones he's showing, so for instance, here's one set of cards. Oh, I get it now. I understand mm-hmm. what the problem is. Yeah. Okay. So. <laughs> they work if you look at them in the set that they've put out, but what? that's not the way the game is played. And if you haven't there played the game, examples. if you haven't played the game, yeah. you don't realize that for all of the ills of Cards Against Humanity, they did... They picked generic enough, you know, wild and crazy answers and prompts that are open-ended enough that you will be able to fit most things into most things, you know. And the humor is whether it's really spot on or when it's so far off that it couldn't possibly be conceived as a proper answer for the question. Insofar as there is humor, humor available in the game, that's how it works. But like in this case, so this set is... I identify as a blank. Okay. And he actually wrote and blank. And the reason they did that is because they just wanted to do the attack helicopter. <laughs> attack helicopter thing. Yeah. The really psycho thing from, that was Louis C.K.'s set, right? That people leaked and, and everyone just crucified. I don't, Wasn't it him? I don't, I don't think, what was it? I don't know. I forget. I think it was him, but by this point, it's become such a nasty right-wing proliferated meme that I don't I don't know. But I thought it was him. Um, yeah. But it says, I identify as an blank. Attack helicopter, meme, or Batman. So I guess ignoring the grammar issues of an Batman. <laughs> yeah. Then you just, you, you go up and look at the other example, and it's, if liberals ran America, we'd have to change the name to blank. Lazy land, disastrous states of Snowflakeville, or bombed out and depleted. Okay, now those aren't very good. But you can't interchange any of those cards. You can't interchange those those answer cards with the prompt cards at all. So I identify as an lazy land. I mean, that's... And you got to think that's going to be the vast majority of these. What are the odds you get all these cards to go with the fucking blue cards you want? These were the, these were the funniest ones to put on... <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Oh boy! <clears throat> and then the other one says, "So an Indian, a black, and a Mexican walk into a bar." Blank. Blank. What the fuck is that's not? And that's he, a full sentence. And then he says, "Just kidding." Only three liberals. And then he says, "AOC was bartending." Which? I mean, what the fuck does? <laughs> I'll read the, Go ahead. Read the third one on that one. Uh, that's race it. You forgot the S on his. Forgot to put the S on there. And also you multiplied the T, which is maybe like the least, the letter you would want to do that, the least in the word racist. Um, and this is the conservative edition, it says. (laughs) I guess they felt like this was the strongest foot forward, but it, Mike, it did end up getting suspended. So yeah, it got suspended. $3 it raised. So it didn't hit that $10,000 goal for whatever reason. Just shy. It's suspended. It was suspended by Kickstarter. And that's interesting. 
That's very interesting. Uh, given what Kickstarter does not suspend and has uh, pointedly refused to suspend when we've asked them about the certain projects, oh, yeah. um, very interesting that this one uh, did. I, I assume because it, it had no chance of being successful would be my guess. Because if anything has a chance of being successful, they're uh, you know they're not going to suspend it. Is my guess. That's my read on it. So uncensored humor is very good. Uh, Mike, I've got, uh, I've got one. Um, this one is called, uh, this, okay, I like this one. I think I like this one. I don't know. You can tell me if I shouldn't like it. Okay. It's called Twit Flapter One. When <laughs> the evil clown Hennywise gets his hands on you, you'll float too. Uh, now do you understand what this is a reference to? Yeah, I do. It's a reference to the popular... Television movie, uh, it oh. Stephen King's it uh, move. It was a book too, so and a mini and a mini series also. Yeah, so. yeah, you're absolutely right. Uh, you got that right on the money. You did seem to kind of flub. You weren't a hundred percent sure what it was, <laughs> which is fine um, because there's so much going on these days. I don't blame you one bit for not knowing. There is, dude. It's like, yeah, can we fucking you know? Right. Can we not do any of anything? Yes. Yeah, that's what I was thinking earlier. Twit Flapter One. And what this is, Mike, is this is a... The the name caught my eye, Twit Flapter One, because it reminds me so much of the the famous Mad Magazine parodies. um, Oh, yeah. That you'll see from time to time. Uh, We've played this game a few times on the Go Off King stream. Um, uh, Rob and Stefan have a really good memory for the Mad Magazine parodies, or they just know like how they work in a way that I can't really... I can't totally understand how the uh, the Mad Magazine parodies. Were you a bit a big Mad guy? I loved Mad Magazine. Well, first off, I'm still a Mad guy, right? Yeah, mostly due to how angry I am all the time and stuff. Yes, and I was also uh, loved loved that magazine when I was a kid. I loved doing the uh, the the fold ins. The fold was great. Spy versus Spy was great. Those were sort of the dumb guy too. Uh, that I liked because the other ones yeah. required a lot of reading. So it's like a lot of reading on, about a Dick Tracy parody. It's yeah. like, I don't have time for this. Yeah. I'm like 13 or something. I, I will just do the thing where you, f- you fold it and you don't actually get it folded all the way. Right. But you kind of get the idea of what it's supposed to be. <laughs> you fuck it up multiple <laughs> times. And then you're like, what? I mean, what the fuck am I supposed to do here? The creases make it hard to <laughs> see what it's supposed to be. Cause you, you <laughs> creased it the wrong way. Um, yeah, and then you see the guy blowing up and you go, ha ha, you blew up. And those are the ones that I really like. But I guess they also did a bunch of stuff like they would do these movie parodies. And I don't know, what did they end up like writing out some of the script? What did they end up doing with the movie parodies? All I know is that they existed. What did they actually do with them? Yeah, they would do like, I mean, they would draw like the little scenes from them. And Okay, so it's similar to what this is. So yeah. it's, it's not totally off base. But here's some of the ones they would they would do. Um, like, um, okay, really quick. Uh, what do you think uh, Bram Stoker's Dracula is? <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm not good at that either. I'm, it's hard, right? I, I know that 100% they did it, but I don't know what they would have called it. You can't, you can't think of, just th- throw out a guess oh. on this. You're going to get pretty close, I think. Uh, Dracula. That's exactly what it is. It's Dracula. Was it? Yeah, okay. It's Dracula. 100%. <laughs> that's exactly what it is. Um, how about a few good men? 
Yeah. What do you think on this a, one? A few bad men. That's where I would have gone. It's a few goofy yeah. men. So similar, yeah. you know. Okay, I don't. This one's really, really hard. This, I'm. This is a. This is like a 99 mile an hour fastball. They were clearly right. This is the early 90s, so they're hitting their stride at Mad Magazine. Uh, Forrest Gump. Forrest Gump. What's Forrest Gump? Forrest Gump. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> Forrest. Schlub. Oh man, that's so good. It's 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 Forrest Schlump, which. Mm. Slub is actually like that's a word that we know. Yeah. Whereas, yeah. You know, like Godzilla is got silly. Uh, Titanic is tripanic. Uh, Pearl Harbor is hurl horror, which is kind of disrespectful, maybe <laughs> that one. Um, <laughs> Spider uh, Spider Man Two is Spider Sham Two, uh, which you would have to imagine that the first Spider Spider Man is Spider Sham. Um, and then uh, this is one of my favorite ones. So Star Wars Episode Three: Revenge of the Sith. Can you give me anything on that one? Star Wars Episode Three: <clears throat> Revenge of the Sith. Revenge of the Blech. <laughs> that would be my uh, my guess. That's what they normally go with. No, it's yeah. they they actually did the whole thing. They did Star Wars Episode Three: Revenge of the Sith. Uh, has turned into Star Wars Epic Load Three: Retread of the Shit. Which, like, that one's so good. <laughs> that one's so good. <laughs> that one's so good that when they when they have so little to work with, like, uh, like, like Da Vinci, <laughs> Da Vinci Code is the Da Vinci Coma. It's like that's nothing. That's nothing. And Com- then you, you hit a dinger like that one back Star there, Wars. or they have uh, Batman and Robin. Buttman and Rubbin. That's so good. That's so good. And I won't say what The Matrix Reloaded is. Um, you can find that one out for yourself. That one is actually uh, that one's too hot for the pod. I will not, I will not be saying what the uh, The Matrix Reloaded <laughs> is. But the uh, Twit Flapter one caught my eye and made me think of these Mad Magazine parodies. And I guess that's what it actually is. Um, they do these parodies, but they're duck related. Okay. So you've got the little scene where Georgie uh, makes the boat, um, and it's out in the rain. He's in his little yellow uh, raincoat, and it oh, it gets swept away, and it goes down into the storm drain, and then he, that's where he sees uh, it. Except for in this case, Georgie is a duck, uh, and it is like um, an extraterrestrial uh, evil clown duck. So... <laughs> Um, the art, you know, as comic like pop art goes, is awesome. It looks great. Um, this looks like anything you would see in the stores, except for it's about a duck. It, um, and so I don't mm. even I don't even think it's that bad. The digital comic is uh, four uh, British pounds. It's six bucks, five bucks. Um, and if you like and support the art, you can uh, you can get a lot of it. But I wanted to click on and look at. Uh, the Swamp Line Productions, it says here, and all of their uh, their parodies because it reminded me of these Mad Magazine parodies. So, oh my God, they have a lot. They have a lot so of many them. of them, and they <laughs> are all inexplicably duck related. Duck related. And have we done these before? These feel these feel so familiar to me that I'll I'll I won't I won't even feel bad if we've done this before because it's so interesting that this is like a huge it's like a huge thing that Star Trek is Star Peck. You know, you got the squawking dead. You've got 
Star Nightmare Star on Claws. Nightmare on Egg Street. I like that one. I like these. these I, are, these I actually cool. do like Nightmare on Egg Street. That's uh, <laughs> that's really good. Um, so they do have some things that are not duck related, and God knows why. Um, you could just do the duck ones. But I think can all you put, of these... Can you put a beak on this guy? <laughs> just sending uh, it back to the... I feel like I'm missing something here. Um, <laughs> so they've basically they've basically funded every single one of these, um, which is amazing. And I know the it's it's, it's they're low amounts. Uh, this one, for instance, um, is only seven hundred and thirty seven bucks. Is all I want. Twenty seven backers, seventeen days ago. I don't know. I I guess it it sucks in the sense of it's like why are you doing this with ducks? It's very strange, but. I do kind of uh, like it and think it's funny. So, yeah. what else are you gonna do? You know, you I gotta do something. You gotta do something. You might as well take stuff from like science fiction, pop culture, and make it ducks, and then do and ins- the art is good. Yeah, do an insanely good job drawing them. You know, um, having that kind of follow through. Like, imagine what we could do if we had that kind of follow through on on <laughs> fucking we, anything, anything, anything. We have so if many we little completed- things. One project or anything like that. So this this is what's so amazing to me about this, is it takes what, in my view, is a very tepid idea, which is, let's make some puns uh, about something that's a movie, and then I'll make a duck out of it or whatever. Like, imagine Why even, not? Imagine getting to the point where you said that's what you were going to do, and then you weren't immediately like... I'm not. I'm. There's no way I'm doing that. I uh, just, maybe it's maybe it's very easy for them to do this. Possibly. So, well, that's so. giving yourself Turn. that's giving yourself an out though by saying it's easy for them to follow through <laughs> on their creativity. You know, oh, it must just be easy. They're, they're it's, very talented. Oh, see, there it is, right that's there. What I was, mean, was what I meant. That's what it is, right there. Though you say they're talented, I don't have talent. That's why I'm not doing it. You know, mm-hmm. it's not the it's not my poor work ethic and. Like low yeah. attention span and stuff like that, you know. It's uh, it's these guys. They're special. They've got the, you know, the, <laughs> they've got it. They've got literally know? the golden goose, and I think that's one of their comics here, um, which is fun. That's a fun thing to say. I'm kind of getting in on the bird stuff now. Yeah, you, you know, are. You're loving it a little, little bit. bit too much. Um, I don't know. I think this is cool, uh, but it does. It sucks in a, in a way, but it's cool also. Hennywise, cool, Hennywise, the clown. sucks. You know, Hennywise. All right. Hen, the hen, the bird. He's fucking drunk on Hennessy. I, that's actually what I thought so initially, too. Is. Maybe there's a rap parody of it that they could do as well. It's not ducks, sure, but maybe it's still something, yeah. you know. I don't know. That's twit. Flap possible, possible Lin-Manuel Miranda joint? Keep your ears peeled? Yeah, yeah. And let's get Pokemon in on the mix, too. And that was the Pokemon thing we promised we would say earlier. Nice. So, um Well, while you're reeling from the Pokemon thing, why don't we take a break? We'll be back with more YKS in just a second. All right, Mike, we got this Blue Chew ad to do, so let's go ahead and knock it out. Did you have a chance to look at the copy yet? No, I saw the email come in, but that's about it. Okay. Well, it's uh, it's kind of weird. They the have way... stuff they want us to say in the thing. They've got some very specific things they want us to say in this copy, so um, we'll just do our best. Email. You pull it up. You just cold read it. I've already read through this. You cold read it. I think it'll be good in the end. So here we go. A tone. Uh, you notice the boss hasn't been uh, performing as well lately. This is you. This next one's you. Is this for real? What it is? Yeah, this is what it is. Yeah. Hey, oh, Nikki boy, what is 
this. That's the boss you're talking about. Yeah. That was good. I think you're supposed to be a lot louder. Okay. Yeah, I know, I know. He just ain't as, you know, confident anymore. He looked pretty confident when him and Vinny the arm was dangling you over that balcony because you botched that last hit job. Oh, it says. Oh. Well. Or how about when he gave Jerry Bol- Bolboacino the old concrete shoe in the lake business for fixing that dice game? I don't know about all that. I just heard from Vito's Gumar, who heard from Angelo's girl. He's been having a little problemo in the old <laughs> bedroom department, if you know what I mean. Well, this is just... Just read it like it's... Just read it like it's written. It's fine. Yeah, I hear his... I hear his ciabatta is looking more like a linguine these days. Now, what does that even... Just blaze through it. I was down at the job site and heard about this new stuff they got called Blue Chew. It's got the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so you know it didn't fall off the back of the truck like these subwoofers. Great deal, though. Plus, since they're chewable, they work up to twice as fast as a pill, so you can be ready whenever an opportunity arises or whenever you're eating a nice plate of sauce. Blue Chew, hey, uh, Gesundheit. No, you idiot. Like the... There's a slap. Slap. Like the color of uh, some Italian ice. Couldn't think of a blue. It's hard. Italian food. Not a lot of blue foods. Blue, B-L-U-E. Find out more information online at bluechew.com. Hey, these... Hey, these things sound better than Mama's Sunday gravy. Yeah. Maybe I ought to get some of these, what do you call them, blue shoes? No, you idiot. Blue Chew. If you could benefit from extra function and more confidence where it counts, Blue Chew is the fast and easy way to enhance your performance. Blue Chew is prescribed online and shipped straight to your door in a discreet package, so no in-person doctor's visit, no waiting in the pharmacy, and best of all, no more awkwardness. They're made in the USA, and since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than a pharmacy. Right now, we've got a special deal for our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use our special promo code YKS. Just pay $5 shipping. Again, that's B-L-U-E-Chew.com, promo code YKS to try it free. BlueChew is the better, cheaper, faster choice. And we thank them for their uh, donation to the family. Oh. A Derche. Some of the best coffee we've ever gotten. That any was company. very strong. Pretty good. Yeah. Three. JF, so I got something for that ass right now. It's called Meshit. It's called Meshit, the silent uh, fidget pen. Nice. Do you remember fidget stuff from like, a, feels like fucking 20 years ago. Doesn't it feel like a very long time ago? Fidgeting? Fidget spinners and all that jazz. I've embraced the fidgeting now. Now I, I, I used to try to uh I used to try to figure out a way to direct that energy into a little device or something, but now I just think, you know, this it's a part of me. You know, this the fidget is who I am. And if you don't like me at my most fidgety, then you don't deserve me at my least fidgety, you know? You're always saying that all the time. Yeah, when I'm not fidgeting, which is never, by the way. <laughs> um <laughs> 
Yeah, you so um, it's the the idea is that you uh you got this you got too too much energy uh is I think the reason that people have fidgeting and that is a circumstance I cannot put myself in with any amount of like pharmaceutical assistance or like <laughs> mental projection. What would that even be like to have too much energy? If you're doing too much stuff, you mean? I don't know. Isn't that isn't that what it is? Like, oh, I'm just oh, I'm all wound up tight. What are you ta- how? How is that possible? Yeah. I can't, you know, I'm slamming these big, I'm slamming these big 300 milligram caffeine energy drinks, just trying to get my fucking motor going. And it's just no, no dice. I'm totally crapped out every day, you know? Sounds like you need a little nose powder candy. You know what I'm saying, my man? No, I don't know what you mean. Too Uh, subtle. (laughs) Mesh it. It's a fidget spinner thing. Okay. This uh, lady is a teacher, okay? Now, God bless these goddamn teachers out here. Yeah, absolutely. Doing doing, yep. doing the shit, you know? Bless them, yeah. Jesus Christ. Saying, hey, hey, you know, let's do math today. Yes. Awesome. Absolutely. And then tomorrow they're like, let's do, you know, all the other subjects and stuff. Teachers, give it up for them. And the idea is that, in your mind, they're doing one subject per day <laughs> at... <laughs> School. Okay. So <clears throat> this person is a teacher. Yeah. She was like, hey, I saw all these uh, kids fidgeting and stuff in my class all the time. So I wanted to create this thing. Okay. That makes sense. So it's, like a, it's like a pen. Don't take her side automatically. Well, that first part makes wait, sense. Wait for me to. Okay. Because, you know. I believe you. It's just a little pen with like a, um, a fidget thing in it. But what um, is it that's inside? How do of you it? just how do you describe it? It's like a pouch, right? At the end okay. of the pen. And it's like it's a well, there's a there's like a cutout at the end of the pen. At the top of the pen the plastic is cut away in such a way that reveals the interior of the pen, which has these functions in it by virtue of mm-hmm. being, like you said, a mesh. And then there's a marble inside that you can kind of like roll back and forth in presumably like a uh tactile tactily satisfying way i guess is the idea huh? yeah and your beef with this is what it, it doesn't uh, shoot and kill people i guess is probably what your problem is what are you talking about when have i ever I'm trying to get your goat a little bit stuff about everything um, should be a gun <laughs> mike looking around at the store hey uh let's see milk okay bread uh-huh. okay where are all the fucking guns why aren't these guns you know is that would that make you happy that would kind of make me happy, yeah, if there was a gun. A gun on every milk jug is what I say. Yeah, that's what I would say, too, except for it's because I want them to go missing. That's so funny. And so true, if you think about it. Very true. Absolutely. Um, I don't know, man. Fidget spinners. She only wants five grand. Whatever. Reasonable. Um, I don't know. I thought we were over the fidget spinner thing. <laughs> Are we not? Are we still fidgeting? Are we still fidgeting? Yeah, it seems like a trend that's died off. I guess the problem with this one is th- is that it it's not uh, refillable because of the unique design of the pen, right? Yeah. So it uh, so it ends up being disposable. Um, and then and in this world, you know, everything's disposable. You know, uh, your coffee cup, you know, your trash bag is disposable now. You know, your mm-hmm. Um, life 
You know, some people just think doesn't doesn't mean anything. Some to some people it doesn't, just the way they've been acting lately. Yeah. So <laughs> your friends, hmm, are those disposable? <laughs> I I'm I'm starting to think so. Some people lately. would say yes. <laughs> so this is just a pen and you don't like the pen. Okay. No. I would use I the pen, it. but disposable pen. What's what's the current pen tech right now? Are people refilling their pens anyways? I saw something on the internet the other day that was like um some photo of some post on Facebook, some frugal mom's post or something like that. Yeah. And this, um, this person was like, here, I got a, a case of these. This is uh, all we use. You use them one time and throw them away. And they were like disposable toothbrushes. Oh my God. With like they were, they had pre, they had pre, uh, paste, no toothpaste on them. No. And I was like, what the fuck is that all about? No, come on. <laughs> it's psycho to me. That's Okay. <laughs> I was like, you're. What do you What do you think you're doing? Like saving money somehow? If you didn't you like that post, if you didn't like that post, why didn't you just log in to your Facebook account and you're the administrator <laughs> of the page and you could have deleted the post? Is what I was like. So I posted on my page. Yeah. Well, someone posted to the <laughs> A photo wall. Okay. I guess I don't know what it God is. Damn. I don't know what Whatever. any of the stuff is. The parlance on there. I just think. Um, like it bugs me and, and I don't, it is a struggle to go from like, I don't want to throw stuff away and not get into the point where you're like, I should just keep all of my trash in my home because that is a sign of a problem when you uh-huh. are just covered in trash because you don't want to throw stuff out. Um, and I do throw stuff away, you know, I feel good when I'm rolling the can out and it doesn't feel as heavy, you know, that feels good. Like, oh, I didn't waste a bunch of food this week. That's good. You know, I, I think that's nice. But like, I hate, th- I hate throwing stuff away. Well, I know, but you don't, but you're also not like bolted down with all of the extra shit. Like I'm just, I'm like floating in a pool of crap I don't want in my house, oh, yeah. you know, um, and like it, it does there's certain things like sanitation is one way where it's just like, well, look, stuff's just going to have to get thrown away if we're not going to contaminate everybody, you know? So like at restaurants, you know, the people, they have their gloves on. So every time, uh, you know, you'll be watching bar rescue and the guy will pick up a piece of chicken and then put it down and then he'll go and like grab a spoon with the same glove. And John Taffer loses his mind. He's like, you can't touch the thing because you just touch the thing. So, the, so he's supposed to like put the glove on and grab the chicken and put the chicken down and then throw the glove away after one chicken touch. And, and I know that that is, that's proper food. Yeah. That's sanitation and stuff. It's like, damn, it took so much work to make that one fucking glove. Can we figure out a way to get more than one chicken touch out of these gloves? <laughs> you only get one chicken touch and then it's in the trash. Otherwise, you're fucking saving all of your chicken touching for the one day of the week just to get your like money's worth out of the damn glove. That's what I'm saying. That's exactly. Or you could take. Is there a way to take the glove off, maybe, and put it on a hook, and then you can just go back into the glove if you need to retouch a chicken? <laughs> is that possible? Make the glove out of chicken. Got it. Never have to. The outside of the glove is covered in chicken already. Right. And the inside of the glove. I just think we don't. We don't keep. We don't have a good reference for how long it takes, how much effort goes into making everything, and yeah. therefore it's very easy to throw stuff away. So, like pens are one example. I mean, most pens are plastic, right? Which is fucking so intensive to make. 
Mm-hmm. Like I was watching today, I was watching an old episode of How It's Made, and they were doing steel drums. And steel drums, to me, look, and almost in a way sound, like a piece of crap you got out of the <laughs> trash, and you just turned it upside down and started banging on it. That's what it sounds, and I love the sound of a steel drum, but it just yeah. it just has that sound of like a found instrument or something, you know? Mm-hmm. But the truth is, it fucking takes 120 hours to make a steel drum. That's fucking outrageous. It's too many hours. How are you supposed to pick up a steel drum and play it? And it's like 120 hours. Think about how much they must cost, you know? But if I saw a steel drum for free, I would say, well, I don't need that, you know? I'll throw yeah. it in the garbage where it belongs. And, there, and some, meanwhile, somebody, an artisan, a craftsman, has put so much effort into making the steel drum, you know, and it still sounds like that, which is unfortunate, but <laughs> I don't know. It's just crazy how much effort we put into making shit and then throwing it in the garbage. And then someone yeah. has to work to get it to the garbage. It's not like the garbage just sits there. They're going to take it somewhere. That's where the garbage is. I don't know. The garbage rant. The 13th most funniest thing that you've ever heard in your entire life. All right. Well. Sorry, it wasn't a fucking pen or whatever you were talking about. Fuck's sake. Mike, the next thing I've got is the chop box. The chop box. This uh, this one is so popular that the number has literally been going up the entire time we've been talking. Uh, this number has continuously gone up from 860,000 to 870,000. Um, this shit is getting funded big time. It's it literally has when it's gone up $10,000 since we started our bullshit, which is a testament to how popular this product is and to uh, how bad we are at uh, recording a show in a timely fashion. Um the chop box sounds like a place you wouldn't want to stick your hand, right? Oh, that's so funny. Yeah. Is it? Mm, I don't know. Yeah. I wasn't paying attention when you said it. Okay. So this is a cutting board, and a cutting board normally is just a board that you can cut on. You know, yeah, I'm bored all right. If you're a grandpa, right? You know, yeah, grandpa loves his cutting board. What else does he love? You know, Pokemon. That's the second or third time I think they've come up in the show. Nice. So, this one has a lot of smart features in it, um, and that's probably why it's making so much money because people love smart features. This is, um, it's a bamboo cutting board, okay? It's got a dual board design, which I don't know if that's a feature, but it does have it. Um, it has two knife sharpeners in the bottom of it. It has a digital timer on one side, and it's that, it's that thing where you can see the numbers of the clock through the wood veneer on top. Have you ever seen that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, then it's got um, a UVC light, so I think you can, like, close it up or you can slide the knife in between the board somehow, and it will uh, sanitize the knife with UV light. It's got a battery that lasts up to 30 days. It's got a groove for catching juices. It's totally waterproof. Uh, it has a weighing scale, and it has quick charging. So you can really, and it's got a bunch of like little, I mean, you got all these buttons on here and stuff. I don't know, man. What the fuck is going on with this shit? Doesn't it just seem like you could just get like a board or whatever and just go to town? <laughs> I don't know. Am I, I've been cooking more lately, and this to me seems too fussy, perhaps. Am I wrong? Yeah, maybe seems like a bit much. I would like, I, I saw this nice chef's block 
in this antique store the other day, mm. and I thought, now that's nice, you know. Mm-hmm. Didn't buy it. But Didn't spring for the chef block. Don't like supporting local businesses. Yeah. I would like for them to go out of business. Yeah, that would be great <laughs> for me. This and that's and that's and I'm not like a big antiques guy or anything like that either. But when I do see something like this, if I would I would rather see a chopping block, a cutting board that is just really just a really well made cutting. I'm at this I'm at the point in my life where I'm like, you know what? I've had the cheap cutting boards. Oh my god. You know you're there already? I'm there already, yeah. Thirty one years old. I've had the cheap cutting boards. I'm ready to move up to a nicer quality cutting board, an heirloom cutting board, you know. But you just know that this shit is not an heirloom cutting board because it's got batteries and shit in there. Uh-huh. So it's like, do, how long is this going to last? i got to charge my cutting board. Come on, Omi. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Oh, I can't <laughs> cut. My board is, is, it only lasts for 30 days. This is day 31, you know. What am I supposed to do? This is crazy to me. What am I supposed to do about dinner? My boss is coming over to see the big presentation I worked so hard on. Yeah. I know what I'll tell him. I'll tell him it's the Aurora Borealis. Yeah. Here in my kitchen or in my... However, however it is. I'll tell, I'll, I'll, I'll tell him it's, uh, you know, uh, I'll tell him it's uh, hamber- uh, hamburgers from uh, steamed... Steamed tea. So. You could do that. And that's that's something you could do. Um, so I bet this does all that shit that you want it to do, but man, there's, this to me has big, uh, cooler. What's this? What's that cooler that we all talked about? The coolest cooler. Is that what it was? The coolest cooler that has, this has big coolest cooler vibes to me, um, to pay, uh, 100 to $200 for a cutting board, um, that has all of these smart, things in it oh man oh look at this all in one wow i'll never have to buy again any of the i don't know man that uh (laughs) seems like you would be better off to me the way you do a cutting board and this this speaks to the disposability we were talking about earlier you get one uh you use it a whole bunch you run it through the dishwasher and sanitize it and then when it's it's just fucking there's no way you can use it in a healthy way anymore you'd get rid of it (laughs) you know (laughs) This is the big uh, cutting board rant that everyone was looking forward to. Okay, we're going in on people who keep their or who keep buying cutting boards all the time. All right, this is a kick booster joint. This is a, a one of those marketing Johns. Yeah, yeah. A lot of a lot of these comments are saying I would like to be a reviewer. So I don't know if. I don't know if that's something they ask for specifically, but this this is like uh, this is like like I said, this is coolest cooler vibes. This has the stench of marketing campaigns on it, and it's got the influencer stench as well. Um, this stinks. It's got ten thousand um, dollars in twenty five minutes after launching. So this is not an organic thing. People are not. I mean, Kickstarter's traffic is not such that. Within 25 minutes, they're getting 10 grand because people are organically rolling down and seeing the new chopping block they got to have. Like, yeah. If I'm going to drop 100 to $200 on a cutting board, I need a fucking day to think about it at least. I'm not. <laughs> is that something you guys are doing? Like, just. Impulse buying these. Uh, impulse buying. cutting boards. Who the fuck? Who's doing so well that they can just spring a hundred bucks on a cutting board like that in, t- in 20 minutes of s- no research, yeah. no reviews, nothing. Just bo- Maybe I'll use it 
maybe I won't like it. Doesn't matter. Either way, me. I'll have it. <laughs> Great. <laughs> no. Anyways. So that thing's blowing through. 6,400 backers. 39 days to go. 860000 uh, $870,000, $871,000 now. So oh my God. watch the number go up. No stopping this thing, huh? Yeah. I mean the podcast. Yeah, our numbers are going up as well. What's your last one? Is, is there a way to stop it? Let's, well. um, <clears throat> Awakenings, the red-pilled America book. It's a compilation of American stories about moments of truth. I love truth so goddamn much. I love truthiness. Mm-hmm. Love that, too. Red-Pilled America is publishing its first ever book. Huzzah! It's a compilation of American stories about moments of truth. We've chosen some of the best stories from the show for the book along with a few new stories. Have a friend you've been wanting to red-pill? This can make for a great Christmas gift. <sighs> or get get one for yourself. All right, whatever. Yeah. <clears throat> wow. There's a great video to this, but... They say, uh, they say the storytelling is the most effective way to convey ideas and change hearts and minds. And they're like, that's why Obama, when he left office, became a storyteller or whatever the fuck. That's why he did that? <laughs> because the left has a stranglehold on, on everything. They control the media and they control the news. Oh, yeah. That's so. definitely true. Um, well, this sucks. You know, we were talking about the Matrix earlier, but this is one red pill I don't want to take. Mm-hmm. And you think it sucks? it's Pokemon okay. as well. That's nice. I, I think we did a... Didn't we do these guys' hat? I think we did their hat. Or maybe I thought about their hat, but we ultimately didn't do it. They made a little hat that's like a little... I mean, a, Dr. Mario. I'm going back to the Dr. Mario well. They did a little Dr. Mario pill on a hat. You have, you have, you have, you have Dr. Mario on the brain. Yeah, unfortunately, the only one who can diagnose me is Doctor Mario, and he's in my brain, and I can't yeah. and I can't get him out. And my insurance—he won't take my insurance either. And yeah. I am looking at—I'm actually looking at a pretty significant bill uh, from Doctor Mario, and it's probably. Going- I'm looking at a, I'm looking at a significant bill also because I'm checking out Twit uh, Flapter One yes! from earlier. <laughs> let's just let's just fucking do this the whole time. <laughs> we just go. <laughs> Um, no, this does suck. This is awful. This is, uh, you can play the video, but it's... Does it say anything really awful? I don't think so. Okay. So you agree with everything in the video then? (laughs) I mean, I must. Adriana Cortez. And I'm Patrick Carilci. We're the hosts of Red Pilled America, and we're on a mission to publish our first ever book of short stories. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Yeah, do you like that? What a fucking rug pull that was yeah okay so it's it's not a completely terribly produced video i'll say that they got the little things up there the little quotes you you really don't have to okay the video the, it pops up and it says uh the best podcast in america and in spite of yourself you're thinking well obviously this sucks and it's psycho but someone somewhere said it was good and then it, re- it it's almost like they knew it was yeah. a joke to do it. And they reveal the name. And it, it isn't like, um, who's somebody smart that you could say? I don't know. Dr. Mario. It's not like Dr. Mario is saying it's the best podcast in America. The person who said that is Mike Cernovich. 
Mm-hmm. Really good storytelling is the next one. Who who says this one? I wonder. Glenn Beck. Oh my God. Glenn, Glenn Beck did. So this is a podcast, and it's a it's a right wing podcast. The best podcast show out there. I don't know. I don't. I don't know anything about the the thing, but it's Breitbart News. Yeah. So all right, here they're back to talk about more of their bullshit. And they're back to talk about more of their bullshit here comes. Storytelling is one of the most powerful ways to change hearts and minds. That's why the Obamas, who could have done anything after the White House, chose to become professional storytellers. It's that powerful, and they understand that fact. Storytelling is also a method used to pass down our shared history, but put in the wrong hands like the Obamas, and history is rewritten. The left has a stranglehold on practically every American cultural institution. They control Hollywood, the media, big tech, arts, music, and they dominate the book publishing business. They control culture because they control the institutions that define our culture. The good news is that Red Pilled America is fighting back by telling our side of the story, otherwise known as the truth. And we've decided to publish those stories in our first ever book entitled Awakenings. Hey, nice knickknacks on your little fucking buffet table in the back, scumbags. What is that, an oil lamp? Yeah. Probably doesn't even work if you need to use it. What is that? Is that a little metal giraffe? You know, what is that? (laughs) Fuck you. You So these two two are former Breitbart people, and they started a podcast. Okay. That's where this is. That's what this is. Nasty pigs squirted out a book. Good for them. Yeah. <laughs> um. Anyway, it's got uh, twenty four hundred bucks. Yeah. Expect that. Expect that number to go up just as fast as the what other one that we did. Do you remember what the other one was? Saw. Honest to God. No idea what it was. Okay. No, I couldn't tell you for four million dollars. Okay. That's the gym from office money from before. And don't forget, from before. another Pokemon type you could do is <laughs> they have normal type Pokemons. And one of them, I think, is... I can't think of one. But anyways, that was Awakenings, the Red Pill America book. That was the six-pack mic. Let's head over to the mailbag now, please. That's where you come in. Mike, if you want to send us an email, how do you do it? Um, what do you mean? You just fucking open up your Gmail and just send it in. Okay. And where do you send it to, smartass? Your Kickstarter, Kickstarter sucks. sucks at gmail.com. Gmail.com. Send it at 802-359-PISS. Is the piss line. That's where you can leave us a voicemail. If you'd like to send us something in the mail, you can do so at 544 West Main Street, number 209 Gallatin, Tennessee, 37066. And finally... Follow us on Instagram at YKSPod. That's where uh, the evil Mike tries to, you know, control what I'm putting out into <laughs> the social space. And uh, is he successful? Well, you'll just have to tune in and find out for yourself. But yeah. let's just say I can post a pic of my feet on there whenever I want. So, Mike, that's where you come in. Dean writes, I was listening to the latest premium episode, season six. Episode 16. Boy, those numbers are getting big, aren't they? Yeah. The oh, are you still on the page for the thing from earlier or whatever? Pokemon website or something? Oh, 
Uh, he says, and I was just absolutely getting bent out of shape listening to the Kickstarter for the Quick Start Grill featured during your new BTS Hour segment. The BTS Hour segment, very popular. People loved it very much. That's where we uh, take you behind the scenes and uh, let you in on some of the Kickstarters. Didn't quite make the cut over here on the main show. Uh, you can find those on Patreon, of course. First and foremost, a version of this product has existed for decades and is prominently seen in the 1990 John Hughes classic Home Alone. When our protagonist, Kevin McAllister, played by Macaulay Calkin, hangs an electric charcoal starter from the doorknob of his home's front door, heating the knob to such a temperature. Uh, I lost my place here because I was too busy thinking about charity. As, as to cause injury to Marv and or Harry, a.k.a. the Wet Bandits, the film's greasy villains. Furthermore, the man in the video exclaims, This guy loves hearing himself talk, huh? Jesus, In Dean. 10 minutes. Anyone that claims to love grilling to the degree that this man does should know that steaks need to rest for at least 10 minutes after coming off the grill before slicing and or serving. Wow. This guy, I did not know that. This guy knows a lot about steak. Um, um, I, didn't, I did not seek out this video to watch it myself, but sizzling can clearly be heard while this man shouts like a fool about the 10-minute ETA on steaks. Yep. God, he's right. Uh, he continues, I guess Mike lost his place now. Uh, this implies <laughs> either he doesn't rest a steak before serving or, for giving the benefit of the doubt, there is an unseen or implied second round of steaks going on the grill. In that case, this is poor filmmaking. It's for these reasons that I believe this product should have been given a prominent spot in a six-pack segment and had the screws put to it the only way you boys can. I love you both very much. Thank you, Dean. Uh, so there you go. So that is something we've actually... The feedback we've had on the BTS Hour segment is that uh, we should take... The things that were on there should have been upgraded to real roster spots on the six-pack, and that's interesting because... I didn't feel that way, but the people have spoken. So maybe in the next BTS hours we'll have some calling up. A free market wins again or whatever. That's absolutely right. Now, speaking of poor filmmaking, I thought we could go on here and look who the John Hughes Mad Magazine parodies, and you could tell me if you could come up with <laughs> um, okay. what they were. So he mentioned Home Alone. Let's start with that. Home Alone, the first one, November 1990. What do you have for Home Alone? Um, <clears throat> home alone, uh, home alone. Uh, I'm home alone and I'm jacking off. Okay. They could have gone that way. They went with home a grown and then, then yeah. for the sequel, they went home a grown to loot in New York. <laughs> and it seems like you could have done something with New York, but I guess yeah. they don't go purely scatological. So you wouldn't say poo pork. They keep it kind of clean. They keep it above level. Yeah. Uh, let's see. What's another John Hughes movie, Mike? 16 Candles? Oops. And you're going to get a little Windows noise there. Uh-oh. Okay. They've never done 16 Candles. Uh, they never done 16 Candles, but if they did, it would be... I just lit 16 Candles and I'm home alone jacking off. Yeah. Uh, they didn't do Pretty in Pink either. They did Pretty Woman and they turned it into Slutty Woman, which uh, not that good, but... That is what they do. I have an idea for that one. Okay. They should call it. I'm thinking of a pretty woman, yeah. and I just lit 16 candles, and I'm home alone jacking off. Okay. Uh, <laughs> they did Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Uh, do you have one for that? Yeah. Ferris Bueller, <laughs> okay. way off the mark. I don't know. <laughs> 
They did no, they did Fearless Buller's Day Off. They didn't even do Bueller. So I don't really know Sucks. what is the joke between Bueller and no Buller. So I don't know either, but it was very good. Thank you to our friend John Hughes. Um, that's the show, Mike. That's all I got. I don't know what else to tell you, man. So. Thank you to Mad Magazine. They're not a magazine anymore. Yeah, that's right. Um, cracked is podcast. Now. You can get cracked still. I think, so. Check out Cracked. Hey, uh, Mike and JF. Uh, not sure if this was on the podcast or the stream or whatever, but you guys was talking about, uh, you know, Betty Boop, Betty Boop, and how nobody has ever had a tattoo of Betty Boop. Well, uh, I was in the grocery store the other day, and uh, well, what do you know? But a lady did have a tattoo of Betty Boop. So, uh, so is your thing that you're just like two guys who don't know what the hell they're talking about? Is that it? Anyways, love the podcast. Bye. Maybe I do. Maybe I got the sound right here. Let me see. Desktop. Desktop. This PC. Yeah, desktop. On top of what? On top of old Smokey. <laughs> Oh, we're not even recording. I know. Let's see. Is this it right here? Let's see. Ooga. Something. Uh, <laughs> when you clicked it.